Hey, Business Building Warrior, this is Jim coming at you, Silent Sales Machine Radio. Another great episode with another tremendous guest. I just finished a fantastic episode with this guy, and you're going to love him. Very motivating, very encouraging. He's a fairly new coaching student in our community, but you guys have been giving us great feedback on these episodes where we talk to students who are just ramping up. Not so new that they have no clue, but they're starting to ramp up and see some results. They're starting to put some money in the bank. They see the validity of this opportunity. They've got the proof. They've got the evidence. They've got the excitement. they got some questions too. A lot of people are able to really relate with people who are at that stage. So if you're new, you're maybe considering selling on Amazon, these are some really powerful episodes. Maybe you've been around a while. You've built a very successful business already. There's always a handful of tips and encouraging uh, pieces of advice, little nuggets for everyone in each of these episodes. So I've really enjoyed focusing a little bit more instead of on our two, three, four, eight-year-old success stories who have built these amazing businesses with commas and zeros. How about we talk to some of the newer students who are on their ramp up? And you guys have given tremendous feedback. I appreciate that. Today, we're going to meet a guy named Rich Thayer. He's made some incredibly encouraging posts in our Facebook group. So I reached out to him. He's just got a zest for life, uh, a beautiful young family, and he's just doing a lot of things right. And you're going to be very encouraged by his story. We talked today about uh, repricers. We talked today about uh, our live conferences. He encourages you very strongly to come to those. We talk about the Proven Replens VA program quite a bit. And we explain in the interview what that is. So I won't talk a lot about it right now, but for those those who don't know, we call it our PRV, Proven Replens VA or Virtual Assistant. ProvenReplensVA.com is the website where we train virtual assistants how to help you find profitable products for your business. And they find products every day while you're asleep because they're in the Philippines. Depending on where you live, it's probably the middle of the night for you while they're getting up and working in the morning. And they find profitable replans based on the systems we teach to all new students in the Proven Amazon course. So they're doing what we teach. We talk quite a bit about that. It's revolutionized his business and he's doing tremendously well with that. We talk a lot about uh, funding, third-party funding today to help you ramp your business up faster if that's something you need. And we talk a lot about prep centers, how to use a prep center. What's the difference between a tax-free prep center and a tax-free state in the United States? And maybe a prep center that's in a state that doesn't have a tax-free aspect, meaning they do have sales taxes that they charge there. Ultimately, in the end, there's no difference between the two from an accounting standpoint, but you can save yourself some money and some convenience by using a tax-free prep center. So we dig into that topic a little bit, as, along with a whole bunch of other stuff. This is a longer episode today, but this is a guy who will really inspire and motivate you He's an inspiring and motivational guy. He just really is. So enjoy our time today with Mr. Rich Thayer. Let's get him on the line right now. So Rich, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me, Jim. It's an honor. I can't wait to do this one, man. I, you, you are just packed full of energy and excitement and, and you're killing it. Let's dive in, man. Tell your story. Yeah. So uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to start with my why because I feel like if your why is big enough, the how you can you can endure anyhow, you know. And I mm. feel like this particular business model 
can be a little arduous and and uh, and kind of lonely at times until you get to a point where you're expanding a little bit. And so you have to kind of keep that in the back of your mind, or at least I had to. And uh, I tell you my my why, and I get a little emotional is is my wife and uh, my two daughters because, you know, I was in a previous marriage about well for 17 years I was with them and um, we just decided like it wasn't in our DNA to have children, you know, so I had the procedure, the vasectomy, probably about 15 years ago. And then I just kind of chalked it up that we, you know, it wasn't meant for me in the cards, you know, uh, it wasn't what he had planned. And so that was that. And then fast forward, I took a, I, I used to tell people that and they were like, you had, you had a vasectomy. I can't believe this. You know, you'd be such a great father. You have all this energy. And I was like, I just said, look, for me to want to get it done, I feel like I would need to, to love another human so much that I feel like part of my soul is missing. Mm-hmm. And I now feel selfish for not wanting to expand on that love, you know? And so the company that we both work for now is a large construction engineering company. I accepted assignment on this little tiny island called Curtis Island in, on the East Coast of Australia, right? Okay. And I had a rental property in Alabama that I needed one document that I needed to get notarized. So I went up to the main construction office and I said, hey, I need to get a, a, a document notarized. And they said, oh, you need, to, you need to see Allison Corbin. And so I met her and loud, obnoxious American. I tried to high five, you know, and she's like, no, mate. And I was like, how about a fist bump? She's like, no, mate. And so I was like, is every Australian as big of a stick in the mud as you? And, and, uh, and then we just hit it off from there. That was know. your first conversation. That was our first wife. conversation. Then, and she proceeded yeah. to make fun of my passport photo for about 40 minutes. What a and, great uh, story. And then from then on, you know, we went through the whole long distance. Then the job ended. Then we broke up. And then we reconnected back in 2016. And in 2016, November 3rd is when she came to Newark. And I realized that like... I couldn't let her go anymore. And then we did the long distance thing. I had a, a reversal at the end of 2018. And then our first daughter, Zoe, she came in 2019. And now Sloan just, just got here. And, uh, and I tell you, I look at them, they're just miracles to me because Man, that's amazing. the sheer odds of them coming into existence is like, yeah. you know, it's part of a bigger plan, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God had Definitely. something else in mind, buddy. Yeah. God so, bless you, man. Well, that, yes. that, is a, that is an incredible why. Sure. Dude, what a, you're a blessed dude, aren't you? I am. <laughs> I don't know, like, honestly, what I've done to deserve to, to be in the position that I'm at. And, like, and none of us have. We're all blessed no. beyond what we deserve if we really right. know what's going on, right? 100%. I mean, and so I feel like I hope and I pray that people have something like that that they can hold on to to, to drive them, you know, to, mm-hmm. to push them forward. Because, like I said, there are times when there's a lot of struggle and there's lonely nights and things like that. But so yeah, that's that's my whole reason. Every time I, I I do this or try to share with the community is I always have them in here and in here, you know. Yeah. Um. So kind of fast forward, I guess, to about uh, we were both my wife. We came back up here. We were. I've always been kind of interested in entrepreneur type stuff, and I guess it was just part of the the plan or the path that I didn't really do anything with it until after my wife and I got together, and then it was like. I want, I just instantly, I wanted more for our lives for, you had your why. So the how became, uh, you know, like, Hey, let's work on this. (laughs) Very apparent. Exactly. So, and now, you know, and I have no regrets, but back in um, 2018, we were down in Georgia. We're in Tennessee. Now we were in Georgia and um, I'm sorry, we were in Florida is when I first got on, I was turned on to your ebook, 
the silent sales machine. So mm. I bought it, still have it as an audiobook, still listen to it. And uh, I think it was through a YouTube video. I'm, I'm trying to, I think it was like in the comments or something is where I picked it up. And then I got into that. Then I got onto the podcast and um, I started just consuming all that content every, every episode, you know, and then it started thinking like, man, this, this is, this could work. This is, this sounds great. And just still not pulling the trigger. Right. So then after Florida, we went to Georgia and I wanted to try it. So I opened my seller central account and, you know, all the gurus on YouTube, what they said was buy some stuff from Alibaba and, and all that. Private so, label. Yeah. 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 So I didn't even private label. I actually just tried to, I ordered some yeah. like collapsible water bottles. Yeah. I think. And I was trying some, you know, stainless steel foldable straws and just right. weird. And I, I did it. And then, you know, I've heard you say before people like, eh, I don't want a whole, you know, garage filled with stuff. So I kind of let myself kind of believe that. And so I actually stopped it for a little while and then picked it back up. And then I started listening to the podcast again and then actually scheduled a coaching call. And I think it was Deborah. Yeah. We, yeah. We Deborah spoke with, yeah. We actually had like an hour long conversation, you know, writing down goals, all that stuff. And then I was going to pull the trigger. And then that's when my daughter was born, my daughter Zoe. And then it was just a whirlwind kind of unraveled. I froze my Seller Central account, right? Then after that, we moved up here to Tennessee. We're in Knoxville now. And uh, so by the time we got settled, it just kept that little whisper, that little tug, you know, was saying, you, you need to do this. You need to do something. And so I told my wife, I said, you know, I've got to do something else. Like I, I'm grateful for my career and I love it, but I don't want to be away from you guys for 60, 70, 80 hours a week. You know, I don't, don't really want to get tied to the golden handcuffs. And, uh, and I just know that we're meant for more, you know, I feel it. And, uh, it just was, it's not the type of service I want to provide like long-term, you know, for others. Yeah. I feel like there's more in the tank, you know? Yeah. And, um, so I started looking again and I said, I think, I think we need to hire a coach or something. Uh, and I started listening to the podcast again. And there was one, I won't say any names, but there was one on Instagram or something. And he was trying to charge like 10 grand for coaching. And my wife immediately said, I'm down for coaching, but only if you go through Jim Cochran coaching, because no way. that's all you've been talking about. And I guess I didn't catch myself like as much as I've been, was talking about. She's like, that's all you've been talking about since Georgia, since you found the book in Florida. Hmm. And if we're going to do this, you know, like she had been kind of researching you guys and she's like, they're, they're so, they're so great. Like they're just basically world-class. And she said, I'm completely down with them. If you want to schedule a call. So that's what we did. I, I, and, I like uh, her already and I've never even met her. <laughs> yeah. You said it's Allison, she's, right? She's the best. Yeah. Allison. Yeah. Allison. Or, or, that explains yeah. the name on Allie. the screen. Um, those who are watching. But, Excuse me on YouTube. Yeah. You're, not Allie. you're not Allie. You're rich. Okay. That's yeah, yeah. Allie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we we started talking about it like in November of 2021. And then I think in December, we got the coaches. We got Steve and Kelsey Koval. Mm, awesome. And they're they're wonderful. So understanding too. So at the time, I, you know, my wife worked at the same company, but she had been uh kind of on hiatus. So she was gonna help me out with the business. So we started, we went, you know, full into it. We got our LLC and we started doing real good. She was working on finding the products and then she was offered a position to come back to work. So, and it's a telework position and she's really great at it. 
So that was probably about three months into it, four months into it. And so she accepted the position, which kind of now she was, we've got another child. So really she doesn't have a lot of time to devote. So she kind of gracefully bowed out. And so kind of, I struggled along, like kind of stumbling, you know, trying to compartmentalize my time. You know, I I go to the gym before work and then my Amazon stuff comes after the the kids go to sleep because I'm try to be a hundred percent present for them when I get home until it's bath time, you know, we're doing whatever they want. And then, so my time to work on Amazon or, or do other things is from, you know, 10 to midnight or 1230. And so good for you, man. Yeah. I, that's like a, that's, that's a hot button for me. I can't compromise any of that stuff. So, so, you know, I was trying to be very strategic and so I'd get down there and I'd try to do product research and like, I would, I'd come up nil, you know, nothing. And then I kind of, you know, limped along with the same kind of low profit margin products that I already had on my catalog, you know, that you're going to find a dollar general. And I was like, this just, I need to pick up some momentum. So uh told my wife and we were making, you know, we were, we were covered like our, we paid for our LLC, paid for the coaching already. So we've already proven concept, right? So right. I said, I think, I think we need to look at a coach. And so, you know, I went back and forth with a few people and, um, some folks said, oh, just, just train your own. And, uh, and then, you know, the more people I talked to, they're like, we've had, you know, I talked to Gay and Gary Mosley and they said, you know, we've had wonderful luck. They've got a team of them. You're talking so, about getting a VA. You said coach, but I think you meant VA, right? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah we already had the coach and then so right. the next, yeah. So, virtual assistant. So, right. decided, you know, meditated on it, decided we're going to go through the proven VA um, program. Oh, so cool. Okay. Now, how long ago was that? Help me with the timeline. Oh, I've had uh, Angelo now for about a month, maybe. Okay. So literally just recently. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, I limped along there. We've we've been going, like I said, since about December. So it's yeah. closing in on a year, and about yeah. five months of that was kind of just me, basically kind of buying the same products that are already on my catalog. So we went through the program, and I tell you. I couldn't be more happy with uh, with Angelo, and I hope he's listening. I hope he listens to this. Uh, Make sure Angelo, he does. You are crushing it, buddy. Um, and <laughs> I'll tell awesome. you, he's just the way it works is exactly how you guys talk about, you know. And mm-hmm. and and I'm so afraid that people will get frustrated and give up before they have these breakthroughs because mm-hmm. you know when, when your when your time is so precious and you're and it's so compartmentalized and you have this two hour window and you just can't get a breakthrough. I feel like people are right there and they give up like right here, you know? And yeah. there's that tipping point. You can quit right before you strike. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people do, they get frustrated and walk away right before, because there's that period of intense focused effort and, yeah. you know, high level of re- effort with a low return. Yeah. All businesses, anything worth doing. So, I mean, when you started working out, it was that way. When you start to learn a new skill, a musical instrument, a, anything oh, worth doing, a relationship, it's like there's a lot that goes into those initial first stages. And you're like, is this really, am I really want to make this? But then it starts to tip. And with just yeah. a little, you know, that's the beauty of momentum. Yeah. That, and, and it just, and then it tips and you're like, yeah. okay. And so, you know, like I, I joke around with people. I say, like, either, like when I'm out there, like this summer when I was out in the garage and it's still 100 degrees. And it's 1 a.m. and I've got to get this shipment prepped. You know, I'm thinking 
thank God that I'm either too ignorant to realize I should be more frustrated than I am. So I don't give up or I'm just delusionally optimistic. I don't know. I, but, but then I <laughs> think one of our coaches, Leah calls herself obnoxiously optimistic. It sure helps, <laughs> man. It, it sure helps. It does. It does got me through a lot and I just, I'm so grateful for it. But then I think like, wow, there's probably a lot of people that don't share my same perspective who just say, this isn't work, worth it. I'm, I'm going to stick to the nine to five and just hang it up, you know? But then, you know, I, when I pulled the trigger and we got the virtual assistant going, man, it just, it just changed. It changed so quickly. He's putting three to five products on the sheet. You know, we've got that shared Google doc. And every morning when I'm, you know, I'm on my little bus ride into work, he's, he's Skyping me and, you know, just the most, if there's, if I could just share with, with somebody about wanting to do this, it's when you start to help somebody else change their life. And when you see like how appreciative these guys last two weekends ago, Jim, he sent me a picture of his mother cutting a birthday cake. And he was like, because of because of your kind heart, like I could buy my mother two birthday cakes. And that's it's, awesome, it's a great, it's the best feeling, you know? And I told him, I told him when we first got going, I said, look, I want to build a team of folks that, that want to not only change the trajectory of their lives, but their families too. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to build, yeah, I'd like to build a multi-million dollar business, but I was like, I want to do it more for the, the people that we can impact, you know? And if that sounds like a good fit for you, then you know, let's, let's get after it, you know, and he's just been nonstop. And I, I, it's, but like, I feel like if I, if I would have given up like these, these moments that drive me to tears of gratitude, it's just, and I want everybody to experience that, you know, I want, I want everybody to just not give up. And because that's, that's the best feeling that's better than any amount of money in the bank is knowing that this beautiful family over there in the Philippines is changing their lives, you know, slowly but surely. And it's uh, such a counterculture message to what we're talking about right now, where, you know, typically our culture is cramming down our throats that business is evil and anyone who succeeds is a bad person. And the first question they have is, how are you going to give back? Right. It's like, they they just don't get it. The level of sacrifice that's required and yeah. delayed gratification and being in your garage at 1 a.m. when it's 100 <laughs> degrees to get the shipment out. But what you're building towards and you're starting to feel the little tastes of reward along the way. Oh, is yeah. You're changing the lives of not just your, your new friend who works for you in the Philippines. And I want to visit the details of that a little more here in a moment. But sure business by its very nature, you know, the the best way to sum up what I'm trying to say here without me getting on a soapbox and taking over is that (laughs) that great quote by my good friend, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, who says it this way, it is impossible to run a profitable business without dramatically and positively impacting the lives of countless other people. Right. It is impossible. (laughs) You can be the meanest, grumpiest, dirtiest, nastiest, (laughs) just bitter person. But if you're running a profitable business, you're dramatically and positively impacting the lives of countless other people. You can't right. help it. Nope. It can't be helped. So when you start to see that playing out in real life, and then you've got a good heart, a guy like you, like, oh my gosh, I'm helping this dude buy a birthday cake for his mom in the Philippines. They couldn't have <laughs> yeah. done this. This island where the average worker earns $1 per hour US. Yeah. Isn't and that crazy? You're paying him $4, right? Approximately per hour. And which spins, by the way, like twenty-five to thirty dollars U.S. Sure. here in the states, 
you've completely changed the trajectory of their family's <laughs> life. And so now you're thinking, and I'm reading your mind here, but I heard it in your, your tone. Man, I want to get more of these guys. I, yeah. I, I can have an impact on a family for four bucks an hour. And I'm <laughs> yeah. not just sending some random donation to some you know infomercial, feel sorry for these people type of program. I'm truly building something with them. We're building a relationship. We're, we're building camaraderie here. We're serving others well. That becomes an addictive thing. It does. It really does. And like I, I, I always find myself referring to the business as like ours or we, yeah. And and really trying to. And I'll tell you another thing too. And this might be a tip. I'm not sure, but like, he's so apologetic to a feet. So he'll That's send me culture. the data. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so culture. he'll he'll send me the data. Yeah. So my my routine now is I'll I'll put our daughters to bed or put my daughters Zoe to bed. And then I come downstairs, I, I jump on and look at the Google sheet. He'll have me, you know, four to six products and I analyze the data. And, and then if there, it's a winner, I just go usually test four or five at a time, you know, and they're, while I'm at work, I'm getting delivery notifications and, and it's rolling the way you kind of envisioned it, how it would start to roll in the beginning, you know? And if there's any that don't quite fit for whatever reason, I leave those on there for, for kind of teaching components, right? And I'll put good notes and I'll Skype him and just say, hey, in the morning or whenever you get around to looking at this, just review my notes and look at it through the lens that I'm looking through. And that's, we work together. And, you know, I keep all of those on there so we can go back to them and learn and kind of really, really narrow down our focus and, and streamline the process a little bit more. So he's always like, oh, sir, I'm so sorry, Mr. Rich, sir. And and um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, 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 you're doing great. I mean, just... Yeah. You know, we're in, it, this is a long game. It's an amazing culture. It really is. I mean, it, you, you get an email, like you won't hear from them for two days. You're like, oh, that's kind of weird. Then you get an email three days. I'm so sorry. I must apologize. I, I'm failing you. I can't believe I let this happen. <laughs> yeah. But our house was hit by a typhoon and we haven't had electricity <laughs> or food for three. I'm like, stop apologizing. How can I help? Right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's such a, they're just so easy to love as a culture. Oh, man. You know? and, and they love working for American-based companies or any company that can, you know, if you can pay $4 an hour US, man, you can get some incredibly talented, uh, oh. typically they speak English, you know, so just to explain so people know what we're talking about, Rich, we may not have some people who are up to speed. The, the Proven Replens VA program, we've got about 400 clients at this point yep. who have come to us and bought someone that we've trained to become yep. a worker on your team. This guy works only for you. Yep. He finds profitable products just for you. You communicate back and forth all day. And he's, you know, while you're sleeping because of the time difference, yep. he's researching and you wake up and you've got your list of profitable replens. And then you guys work back and forth, but uh, just, it's a perfect fit it, because, you know, $4 an hour. Yeah. You're going to find me profitable products and you can be a blessing to them. And, and they're technologically savvy and they're fully trained by our team on how to do the stuff that we teach around here. It's oh yeah. A, it's a beautiful arrangement. It's working really, it, really well. It, it is so perfect. Like I'm so, was it, is it Kyle? That's the, that was his brainchild kind of, or? Yeah. Kyle's the one who came to us and a little backstory there. I mean, it took him a year, year and a half to convince me. It's, I'm very slow to test new ideas and to sure. prove it out. And, you know, I'll send you a lot of guinea pigs. If you come to me with an idea, the first thing is I want a summary of it. Then I'll send you some guinea pigs. And if you can make it work for them and they come back and go, yeah, there's something here. Then I'll send you a few coaching students who raise their hand and volunteer. Like, hey, you want free access to this new program we're considering? And a few coaching students raise their hands. And, and then once we've got a good number of success stories, then, you know, and that process takes a year and a half. But Kyle did come to us with this concept. And I get approached with, you know, daily three or four decent ideas. But wow. we implement maybe one out of every 
you know, 90 or 100, you know, yeah, like a one wow. or 2% adoption rate, maybe wow. of ideas. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. I mean, that's, that's the responsibility of having an, having a community and an audience that's kind of saying, Hey, what do you got for us today? <laughs> that's how, the, that's how we make the sausage around here. I say no for a living. Basically <laughs> I hire people to say no for me for a living. Right? So, yeah. But Kyle, man, he was killing it and he, he does it the right way and he's built this program up and it's, it's rocking. Oh yeah. And I just, I hope that everybody else is having like significant success. Cause like, even when they, he doesn't find a profitable product, like, and th- that has literally been out of the probably four weeks, he, there's been maybe two days where for one reason or another, it was just one little simple oversight, but he's so, it's like it tears him up, but we've had like zero language gap. There's been, it's just, it was just a perfect fit right from the, That's awesome. right from the beginning. And it hasn't been that way for everybody. We've had to go back and tweak and maybe bump someone else in place. Someone wasn't quite trained enough yet, but gotcha. we're really on top of it. And yeah. yeah, it's it couldn't be going better from my vantage point. You yeah, know, again, four hundred clients in, and, and a whole bunch of success stories. We've interviewed several other people on the podcast actually who have been uh, successfully and thrilled. I've actually got an episode that'll probably be popping up not too long after this one is an interview with another great virtual assistant from oh. the Philippines who's kind of explaining. And we did one episode like that a while back, and everyone loved. I think it, I listened so. to that one already. Yeah, <laughs> we found yeah. another another lady uh, who's who's just <laughs> killing it. Like, hey, you know, let's talk about how this works. And just so people can really see, these are real people whose lives are being changed for a few dollars per hour. They've found a world of opportunity and they're thrilled and excited and, and capable, talented oh, people. Yeah. yeah well, amazing. you know, and uh, Randy Crowell, I think you had him on episode 501 that came out basically, I think the weekend of the Proven Conference. We, he sent me a, a Facebook message. We met at the conference, which is another good thing. I would 100% urge everybody to attend one, you'll attend the rest of my, I can guarantee you that because I met Randy, we had lunch, uh, you know, I've got his phone number now. We, we've chatted a few times, you know, and it's just when your intentions are there, that the people whose paths you cross is just, it just is life changing really. Even if Randy and I only speak a couple of times, a, a you know, every quarter, it's, it's so worth it, you know? And, you know, he was saying that his virtual assistant was finding so many that, he could profit a thousand dollars a day if he could afford to buy everything. Yeah, you know that, that's one of the challenges you can run into pretty fast. That's a good problem yeah. to have, right? So yeah. many profitable products, I got to find more money. So then we get into the creative funding. That's why yeah. this this business model, the funding sources are kind of lining up. They bug me all the time. You know, you got uh, Akrumi and. And these other, you know, Akrumi is kind of our, our favorite top of our list right now, but they're a good handful of others. Uh, if you go to silentgym.com slash funding is the yeah. link. I'm pretty sure I'll stick it in the show notes. That's Akrumi. But there's so much money out there chasing profitable businesses. Well, they're discovering, wow, this community has a lot of people running profitable businesses. Who needs some money, guys? So <laughs> they're kind of lined up, right? Uh, which is a good sign you're in a good model when small business funding organizations are pursuing you aggressively to yeah. try to get their message in front, right? That's a good sign because they don't want to invest in companies or niche markets that are that are shrinking or dying. They want to invest in markets where there's a high odd of success. So, you know, if they put 100,000 in, they want to get 110 out a year or two from now, right? So, oh, yeah. you know, they're chasing the opportunities, which is why they're after this community so hard. So yeah, hopefully yeah. He, uh, he's able to solve that. I think I probably talked to him about that on the episode. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it was that was a good one. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so, we we've had several great conversations before that. So yeah, um, let's see. I forget where I was at. I'm sorry. So uh, we can go anywhere. 
Yeah. So I was, I was probably going to share just a little bit. People are probably wondering about margins and everything like that. So mm-hmm. like I said, I'm, I'm so grateful that you asked me to be on because right now I feel like I'm in the infancy stage, you know, just had kind of the, the first real momentum type breakthrough with the VA. And, um, you know, I feel like if, if people either find a partner that, that can help them source for me, if you were working 50, 60 hours a week, you've got a family, you've got the gym, you've got all these other things. You need to take yourself out of that, you know, one step at a time. So doing that for me was the ma- the first major breakthrough, you know? And so actually today, October is my best month so far. I just, just crossed 6,000 in sales and I've still got, it was today the 21st. So I've still got a little over a week still to sell. So that's good. Had a hit a $7,000 rolling 30 and nice. I'm at about to cross 40,000 in sales so far. Total. So beautiful, and, man. Yeah, yeah so that's I, great. And I love talking to this to the students who are new in their journey. We've got so many episodes there for a while. This podcast was only people who had built a significant business, but we kept mm-hmm. hearing from people saying that just that feels out of reach. It doesn't feel like I can't, I don't know what the steps are between where I am and and where they are. So I said, all right, I kind of put out the call and started paying a little more attention to some of the students who were a few weeks or a few months in with great momentum. Yeah. Same trajectory, just a little earlier on in the curve, right? Yeah. And we've just gotten such amazing feedback because virtually everyone can relate. And even the people who've been doing this a while, myself included, I learned something. It's a rare podcast episode, even with the greenest of new students that I'm not learning <laughs> a, a truly valuable insight. Right. Because you you kind of come in and you don't know what questions not to ask and what observations not to make. And sometimes those simple observations that you make, they're eye-opening. For oh, a yeah. guy has been doing this for 20 plus years. So I think episodes like this, you know, you may say, oh, I'm kind of new. I haven't done it. No, it's a powerful episode. We get more feedback on episodes like this than say someone who's doing $100,000 a month. Yeah. But, well, like, you know, like Oscar Matumbo, he's got a nine figure business now, you know, but that you talk about energy, that man is just, uh, you know, that's the next level, but he started, you know, right here. You know, where everyone else starts. His first podcast episode, I mean, it jumped out at us because he, I think he hit 30,000 within his first three months. He had a $30,000 a month in his first three months. But that's, I mean, he was all in, a guy working full time. He and his wife grew that thing to seven figures, just the two of them using only Keepa. (laughs) That was the only tool they had. I was like, Oscar, you got to get some more tools. I I said, how are you repricing? He's like, manually. I go through manually. Like all of your listings. He just, he just, he was a machine. I'm like, I think there's four of them. I just love that dude, man. Yeah, oh, we got to yeah. stick links to Oscar's episodes. Those were a real treat for those who've never heard him. Um, yeah, man, that guy will fire you up. Like, you know, like you've got to stick something on your on your podcast or something to listen to in the morning to get you fired up. Yeah. man. go listen to the podcast from Oscar. I, I have. <laughs> I, I took your advice the last time. I think you, I think you recommended that, and I was like, I've, I've got to do that. Yeah. Usually it's it's some old school heavy metal or something in the gym, but a lot sure. of times it's it's your podcast because I'm like, oh, that's awesome, man. Oh that's yeah, I got to keep the mind rolling. Yeah, yeah. Um, I listen like when I go on long runs. That's what I, the best thing I can take with me is a podcast. Keep my mind working somewhere else. Oh while yeah, I'm torturing my body so I can't hear it <laughs> telling me to stop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, so back back to it. I'm sorry to digress there, but right now we've got about 80 activations, and there are nice. a couple that that probably need to be deactivated. I'd say between like five and seven, like uh, a few of them that we bought from a co-op site just to, to use to get ungated. I've got about five books that I found in the garage. So I was like, ah, I'm just going to list them and get rid of those things. So I don't really count those, but... Yeah, that's um, not a replay. One-time sale. 
Yeah. Although books no, no. can be a replant. Easily sourced books can be a replant. Yeah. Well, you just had uh, the late, one of your latest podcast episodes was a, a, a woman who was using, wasn't she using the rate pricer tools for selling books? Yeah. I think? Uh, which I, again, that's a great example. Fairly new seller. I'd never even considered using a repricer on books to keep yeah. them, to help them move. Like, why not? Yeah. Because we typically, <laughs> I think of books as kind of like when you're first getting started, you got a few extra books you got for Christmas that you never opened. Yeah. Throw them out there and learn the system. Yeah. But books can be replens just like any other product. Meaning, yeah. you know, you buy two or three copies of this book that's $9 at the retail store near you or on some website and they sell for $25, $28, $30 two or three times a month for you. That's a replen. I don't care yeah. what's in that package. It's can I sell it a handful of times per month at a decent profit? Yeah. Because it's a product I can sell on Amazon. Okay. That's a replen. So, but she was repricing her books or even her used books that she... Yeah, that's awesome. Even her one-off used books, which was what surprised me. They weren't replans. They were just... She had gotten a hold of a lot of older books and was repricing them to make them competitive uh, just, to, to keep them moving. But that's some tenacity. That's that's a... She's going to do good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully yeah. she listens. She's going to... Shout out to... I forget her name, but... Oh, I, I do so many episodes. I should I know. do better, but... Yeah, you, you're really rolling on these. So, but yeah, so... Uh, we we kind of paused our coaching sessions with Steve and Kelsey just yeah. for the moment until we had our ASINs built up. And, you know, they said, once you get about 70, 80, then we'll, we'll schedule the call to set up the repricer. So that's next step in our business. Uh, and so like for the people that might be new, like the repricer is just something that helps you one win the buy box and, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jim, and like set your, your minimum and your maximum kind of profits and, and automatically fluctuates them with the, yeah. A repricer is a tough thing to summarize in a very short conversation, but basically you're trying to maximize your sales velocity at the highest possible margin by repricing in the buy box area wherever you can accomplish both those goals. Yeah. Right. So it, it helps you make more sales at better margins without you having to manually go in and reprice constantly. But yeah. typically not till you have about a hundred or so ASINs do we recommend. And then we've got a handful of really good repricers that uh, are friends of this community. And we use Be Cool, which is a great sponsor in this community. But um, you know, there's a lot of good ones out there. I often say, if you talk to 40 or 50 people on our leadership team coaches, you're going to hear about eight or 10 different repricers that are the favorites, right? <laughs> I didn't realize there was that many out there. Oh yeah, there's a good number. There's some wow. very you know lesser known. There's some that are really only for people that they're just running massive businesses. And you know, there's these little small niche players. Yeah. There's a bunch wow. of them. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, and then uh, I've also reached out because I'm kind of thinking what I'm, kind of our trajectory is I was thinking I'll, I'll probably continue to do pack and prep just out in my garage for right now until I really get to where one, I can't keep up. And then I talked to uh, Scott Moody at taxfreeprep.net uh, just about two weeks ago. And um, I was thinking that as we get, I'd like to hit about 200 ASINs with uh, with Angelo. And then I was thinking about splitting his time or like maybe setting him up as a lead and then split the time as finding ASINs and then sourcing. And then I figured by that time, we'd be scaled big enough where I could just either send the higher profit margin stuff to New Hampshire where there's no sales tax. And then, um, and then maybe keep the local stuff, like the lower profit stuff. And I might still pack and prep those or hire a neighbor kid or, or yeah. something like that. So and slowly... Yeah take myself completely out of that because 
I mean, let's be honest. I, I like coming down here and going to work for a couple hours, but I, I would like that time back to go hang out with my wife and for sure. You know, so that's kind of where I'm thinking is long term. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you've you've taken the first right step. That's a big step in the direction of, you know, this is this is the big aha moment in in the story for people who are kind of paying attention. Like you learn the basics, we can kind of teach those to anybody. But you took that step of saying, all right, I'm going to hire somebody to search for replens. Yeah. And that is freed up and it's kind of opened up the possibilities of you've got a lot of right answers in front of you now. That was the first right answer. After that, you know, and I would say this to any small business, I say it frequently on this show. If you've got a business that's growing and you're trying to free up your time, who's that first person you should hire? Well, it's someone who finds revenue, yeah, who increases your profits. That's who you hire. Not somebody to sweep the floor because I don't like sweeping floors. Not someone to clean the toilet because I don't like cleaning toilets. You're wearing all those hats. You're doing all yeah. of it. You're finding someone who's finding more revenue. That's the yep. first person. That's why we're so excited about the Proven Replens VA program. Now you've got that in place. You can see, you know, maybe do I hire another one? Now I've got, you know, instead of five or seven every day, I've got 15 or 20. Can I afford to buy all of those? Yeah, okay. So now I need a shopper. Now I need a prepper. And you've got the revenue to pay for those things. Yeah without hitting your bottom line, right? Yeah. So yeah, the right answer is any of those things. Those are all great plans. Uh, let's talk a little bit about prep centers so people know what they are. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. Kind of, I'll fly through this. So those who don't know, like everyone who lives outside the United States, you have to have a prep center to sell in the US because you're shopping online in the US. You're sending your stuff, not to your house over, you know, shipping it overseas where the shipping costs would be prohibitive, but you keep it right here in the US, but you just find a partner who can handle the product for you. Check it, inspect it, make sure you got what you thought you got, put your stickers on it, send it to Amazon. You as the seller get paid when the stuff sells. Well, if you live in the States, you can do the same thing. And Rich mentioned using a tax-free state, New Hampshire's one, and there's a handful of other tax-free states. There's a bit of confusion for some people there because actually, even if you ship it to a state where they do have taxes, that's all fully reimbursable as a business expense. So you can get that money back and you don't, yeah. pay, you don't have to pay. But for the convenience of just not having to pay the sales tax initially, you don't have to worry about getting reimbursed. You use one of these tax-free states. We've got a free list of all the prep centers at prepcenternetwork.com. It's a free list of all the known prep centers and the ones Mm-hmm. who are in tax-free states, love making sure they remind you that that's the case. And, uh, <laughs> and that can, if you're doing a lot of online shopping, for sure, you know, you don't have to worry about tracking. Yeah. Although any accountant will tell you, you know, seek an accountant's advice on this stuff. But if you're shopping online for inventory that you're going to use in your business, you don't pay sales taxes on that. If you yep. do pay taxes required, well, you can always get reimbursed for all the, for that uh, yeah. expense. But it's just another step you don't have to worry about if you use a, a tax-free prep center. So I know you knew all this, Rich, but I just want to make sure we didn't leave anyone behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking through this. <laughs> From the ears of the new listeners, of course. Exactly. Yeah. And you said online too, and I'll tell you, that was another kind of aha moment or just a refreshing moment. It's like, I got home from work today and there was boxes at the, you know, at the front door. Like all I had to do is go click a couple of buttons and it's there. I didn't have to, you know, hop in my car and go drive 40 miles round trip to go see if these products were there. Um, You know, so some people may love doing that. You know, if that's your thing, you have more power to you, but it's, I'm trying to, if you're trying to buy your time back, that's, you need to think how to outsource. In our case, we have shoppers who go around and do that. And they, they love, some people say, are you kidding me? You're going to pay me to shop. I love shopping. (laughs) Here's the list. Go get it. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, we, we've got, I've got, you know, things while I'm at Kroger, 
buying my chicken and and stuff for the house, I, I've got five to ten things that I know, you know, take me thirty seconds to prep, and they profit anywhere from two dollars to seven dollars. So, yeah, like while I'm there, throw them in the card. I write pay my for gas the shopping trip, right? Pay for your shopping trip, yeah, yeah. So it's a great, it's just such a great business model, and I just hope that uh, there are a lot of people listening out here that, you know, I was never a skeptic. I was just always. I guess afraid to really pull the trigger. I, I got the shiny yeah. object syndrome, you know, yeah. chasing things around, and then. And plus, you were a busy guy, and you went through seasons. You know, you've been through several seasons, and I guess uh, I, I didn't figure this out probably until I was in my forties, and I started noticing like, wow, there's, there's a life hands you just seasons where you just gotta kind of lean into it. Like, you know what? Right now, like a, a good example of what I'm trying to say is, you know, when our house got hit by lightning, I thought I'm just gonna plow through business as usual. And for a week or two, the adrenaline carried me. But then the reality set in. It's like, you know, this is a season that's very different from other seasons, buddy. It's not business as usual. And, you know, someone gets sick or, you know, you have a baby or you move, you change states. These are stressful things. And you've got to give your your brain and your body and your soul time to recover and adapt. And and it's hard to squeeze a business in during some of those seasons. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, don't beat yourself up too much, buddy. I mean, you've you've had a whirlwind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here you yeah, are, well, man. And you you talk about the sickness. We've all, we've got a house full of sick folks this week. My uh, mm. my poor little seven weeks got uh, RSV, little respiratory infection. Oh, and that's one of the scariest yeah. coughs, man. It is heart-wrenching. I've yeah. been crying every time I walk down there and she's got one of those yeah, it's it's tough, but we're getting through that. it. But I remember that I was really bummed because well. I was sick and I was actually off work Wednesday, but I missed a night of prepping. That was like one of my prep nights, and I was so I had to walk out there and look at a table full of product that I that was just too sick to prep. It's like I got to get past that churn of Amazon, you know, keep them rolling in, feed the machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, just don't let any one day define where you stand mentally. And I know you're capable of this, Rich. But I think it's a big lesson. I, and I've talked recently on other episodes with other new students. Actually, I had another episode just today, just before this one, where that became a theme of you can't look at a single day and measure your and let your attitude and your mood be affected by the results of that single day. You've got to look at your trajectory. Yeah. Where you were, where you are now, and where you're heading if the trajectory continues. And let that be how you rest well at night. Not like, Absolutely. oh, I've got all this stuff hanging over me that I got to get done. No, it's not. Where were you? Six months ago, a year ago. Right. Where are you now? Look at how and, blessed you are, man. Yeah. Like I, on the way to work, I, you know, my father passed away a year ago in oh, August. So I, I talked to him in the morning and I, I pray and all that stuff and in the car, you know, and just, just remind myself of how grateful I am. And, and, um, every day is such a blessing. This, this, this business is such a blessing, this community. And, you know, what's really good is, is that like, the great thing about this model in the community is that you hear so many stories from people and their current situation. Every situation is different, but just hearing how they got to where they are now, like their struggles or setbacks, and then their successes. And then the key is just to not compare yourself to somebody with a nine-figure business right now, but to understand that they were once where you were. They were starting out at Dollar General or Dollar Tree or wherever, you know, and then be ex- you got to stay excited for your journey. You know, you got to, you know, you got to keep connected with that why, but because you'll have things happen to you <laughs> that, that are going to set you back. But if you look at them as teachable moments and you share those moments with others, you're just going to help them with their path a little bit more, you know, and I'm, I'm just so grateful that I'm not giving up. And, and I just, I really want to relate 
and um, really connect with those folks who who might be in that journey thinking, is this two pack of toothpaste really gonna? This has the potential to supplement my income, really? Right. I mean, you, right. You know, I, like, I really. What want am I help. doing standing in this Walmart at eleven p.m.? <laughs> what am I doing in my garage at one a.m. sweating over a box of you know size six infant diapers? Like, what am I? <laughs> yeah. What am I? What has my life been? But then you step back and you see, you know, that's why it's so important for us to, you know, to requote my buddy Rabbi Daniel Appen. It's impossible to build a profitable business without dramatically, positively impacting the lives of countless other people. You're making the more than any politician you'll ever meet as a, as a replin seller. You're making the world turn, man. All oh, they're doing yeah. is figuring out how to spend our money as politicians. That's all they're doing. <laughs> they're not creating anything, right? We, we are making the wheels turn and yeah. we're making sure people have food on their table because the number of people that go into making all these things, these products possible, the companies, you know, the boxing, the packaging, the paint, the ink, the glue, the, the materials that go into everything we sell. That's thousands of lives. Oh yeah, you're part of that machine that's helping these families provide. And, and, so and I've I've, I've had that those dots. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I've had those conversations with folks at work, and they're like, "Are you serious? Like, you get it from here and send it in, and you sell it for that? Like, why don't people just go there?" I'm like, well, not everybody geographically has access to those products. One, or even I use Amazon. I know that some other third-party seller is probably making a profit, but it's irrelevant to me. And yeah. you know, like you said, we're we're ultimately providing impact and, and helping them out. Like a single mother who needs has to have that widget for their for their child. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if yeah, it wasn't for us going out and sourcing it, you know, they might find themselves in a major bind. Jeff Bezos writes a pretty incredible letter to the investors. Uh, I, can't, I think it is it is either annual or maybe it's semi-annual. I can't remember for sure, but just you know the state of affairs at Amazon. And one of the years, not too long ago, he did the math and calculated how much money in convenience and time saved Amazon has created for their customer base. It was just astronomical, and and you couldn't argue with the math. The amount of time saved. So let's take that that mom that you were just talking about that needs, let's say it's a baby doll that, you know, the last perfect birthday present for her kid's birthday tomorrow. And it's eight o'clock and she could go out, but she can't. You know, the kids are in bed. She gets on Amazon Prime now, boom, it's on her desk. She sure she paid eight or ten dollars more than she could have, but it's there in time for the party. Yeah. She didn't have to get in her car, go to the store. Oh, they don't have any there anymore. Go to the other store. They don't have any there either. Right before closing, she finally finds one, but now she's driven 40 miles, had to get a babysitter. <laughs> like, you know, all the inconvenience. No, it was on her desk the next yeah, day on her porch. It, it, she paid an extra eight bucks. Who yeah. cares? The yeah. convenience <laughs> that's created by just being able to click a few buttons and get whatever you need. Sometimes we forget to measure that into the value of what it is that we're providing. Oh, yeah. That's what I've I've really kind of started to correlate that with like almost every product that I'm that we find and that I'm prepping, you know, and it's it's caused me to like pay more attention to how I prep even because you know this is going to someone's family. This is going yeah. you don't just stuff it in a box and and um you know, but there's there's learning curves to it, you know, that's for sure. Um, oh yeah. There's there'll be challenges along the way. There's gonna be speed bumps and but, oh, yeah. but the nice thing is, a group this big, there's we hit, there's nothing that could happen that we haven't already seen in right. various forms multiple times and overcome it somehow. Yeah. So I'll I'll share just I had a teachable moment with my virtual assistant just today, like actually on the cool. way home because one of our listings, it was wonderful. We thought it was uh, 
and we both overlooked this little detail, but I had a, this listing was rocking and rolling. It, it's pretty new, but I jumped onto Seller Central and it said inactive blocked. And I was like, what the heck? So I called Amazon and they called me back and, and they said, oh, there's a, the voice of the customer. You have to go in there and look. And so I looked and they said, uh, we ordered, a, this was supposed to be a six pack and we were just sent one. So I was like, oh no. And like my heart sank. It was, I was like, oh no, you get that feeling. And this is another thing I want to address is like, because it's not the end of the world. It's not everything is going to go perfectly, you know? So upon looking, I, I looked at the listing and sure enough, it's, it was a six pack and I was only prepping one at a time. So I've got to, I've got to stop the listing, you know? But so I took screenshots and I circled that it was a six pack and I just said, Hey, teachable moment, Angelo. Uh, this just means like, we just need to take a deep breath and, you know, narrow our focus and really pay attention to those details because, you know, the, we're, we're trying to provide a good service to people and they deserve to get exactly what that listing is. And so, you know, it was a teachable moment. It's not the end of the world. I, I called Amazon. I was very apologetic, you know, and uh, we'll get it figured out and keep, keep rolling. But now that that product isn't profitable now. So it's back right. to the drawing board, but it's yeah. a blue ocean of products out there. So it, it absolutely is. Yeah. And yeah. I love that you bring up, you're going to make mistakes. Amazon will put some scary notifications on your account health and things. All that's stuff you can overcome. It's yeah. only, I've been talking a lot with Jeff Schick lately. He's oh, a yeah. this community. And he says 99% of the time, if Amazon actually does suspend you, it's going to be okay and you'll get it back. It's only the worst of the worst bad actors who are intentionally taking those risks that they know they shouldn't be taking, selling counterfeit product and such. Mm -hmm. Those are the guys Amazon gives a permanent boot. The rest of us, they'll make our life a little inconvenient. We'll figure it out. You're back up and rocking and rolling pretty yeah. fast, especially if you got a guy who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Helping yeah, you great. out. So don't let those moments be scarier than they need to be. Take corrective action, get it fixed. Yeah. Like you said, move on. There's millions of profitable replens to be found with more being added every day. Oh yeah. <laughs> and this is just one model, Rich. You know, you get into the the branded bundles, you get into launching your own private label as you mature and, and you can step into, you know, getting brand registered, getting a trademark on something. Some of those more advanced topics, you're going to be positioned so well to take advantage of those opportunities as are, you know, so many others in our community already doing successfully. Oh yeah. You know, when I, I listened, uh, I sat in on Nathan Bailey's session when he was talking about, I had no idea that the platform was opening up to that level of where you can actually build a community that follows your store and send them out notifications. And yeah. it is, it's crazy the way it's going. It's just, it's yeah. so, it just gets you excited, you know, and, and it all ties back to, it just makes all these frustrations so much easier to deal with when you have that bigger picture in mind. And, I, and I'll share one more little tip that I've learned because I've only really gotten maybe two or three little customer complaints. And it was because they mistook the manufacturer's date for the expiration date. And so uh, what I've got to learn now, because I haven't really been using Inventory Lab to prep my, because I use Inventory Lab, but I have been using Seller Central to prep my shipments still. So I've got to pull the trigger and learn Inventory Lab because I need to learn how to put the expiration date. So if, if anybody is getting into things that have an expiration date, if they don't have it on there, a little tip might be to find a way to put it on your 30 up label or your, your UPC sticker and get it on there because that uh, gets rid of a lot of confusion if the customer sees something and they're like, this is, 
you know, three 2020, but that's actually the manufacturing date, not the expiration. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing that I've learned, but you know, and I, I apologize. I went back through with the customer and usually it just, it was a simple oversight, but now it's like, Oh, something else to learn. So. Yeah. um, Yeah. You can even cover it up somehow sometimes cover up that, you know, with the sticker uh, (laughs) or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of, you know, that's the thing. There's, there's a thousand creative tips and strategies. You just, you kind of learn, improve and grow and there's always more to learn. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, You gotta be in a constant state of adjusting and tweaking things in a a slightly new direction, you know, a series of 1% improvements over extended period of time. And, you know, you've built something dramatically bigger, more robust and running smooth. Uh, Yeah. And you could start to step away from it. Yeah, you're yeah. on a great trajectory, man. Well, what else? I, what else you got on your mind, dude? What What else do well, you want to talk about? I was going to ask you. Uh, it's so I, I noticed that Amazon Canada has just been kind of auto-populating my United States listings. Ah, and then okay. it actually it actually said I had a sale, and then they suppressed mm-hmm. the listing that said it was mm-hmm. listed at like a hundred and fifty dollars, and and it was like astronomically over what the buy box was, and I was like. I've never even sent anything to Canada. Yeah, it's one of those things where it, Canada and Mexico can kind of default be turned on if you're in the US and you'll start seeing your inventory, which is great if you're a private label seller with one product and like, hey, Amazon just helped me crack into the Can- Canadian market or into the <laughs> yeah. Mexican market, right? But as a replen seller, there's so many different brands and products, some of which aren't allowed to go into Canada and you're breaking uh-huh. laws and things. So you just, you want to turn that off. And I... I don't know off the top of my head exactly how to do it. I do know we have a private replens Facebook group. Are you a member in there by any chance? I don't think so. You know what? I'm going to get you, since you were a guest today, I'm going to get your free access in there. I think it's oh, awesome. It's, it's 9 or $19 a month, something like that. I'm just going to get you in there. But one of the videos that Jimmy introduced in there was for replen sellers. And there's about 25, 2,700 people in there. So we, you know, that's where we really focus in the standard operating procedures and you're going to love that. Group, oh, wonderful. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It really helps you. Like, you know, the course is all you really need, but if you want to hang out with a bunch of other people who are doing it every day and kind of real time sharing tips and challenges and things, it's a beautiful, beautiful place to be. But one of the oh, videos yeah. Jimmy made not too long ago was how to turn that off. So your stuff doesn't accidentally show up in Canada and Mexico. And you, yeah. you want to take that step. Yeah. You don't want to kind of stumble into that accidentally you want to be very intentional about, okay, just these products are eligible. And it's not a step you want to be taking right now this early in the game. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and I'll share like, so mine and my wife's five to seven year goal is to get her back to Australia, get us back to Australia. Right. And so part of the thing that I'm trying to put in place is to build this business up and then start selling using a prep center in Australia. So as we transition, I either have this one built where it's running in the background and we don't have to touch it or we could have a nice little exit. And then as we transition down there, it's nice and smooth and that one's already going. You know, I know the marketplace isn't as big, but it's big enough to make a substantial income if you, you know, if you do it correctly. So yeah, you're experienced enough to start experimenting with Australia for sure. Yeah. We we haven't heard a lot of in our community specifically, a lot of big success stories out of Australia yet. Yeah. Right now, we pretty much tell people, unless you live in Canada, the United States or UK, unless you live in one of those three areas, you should be selling in the US. You should figure it out how to, like, you know, we've got one of the coaches on our team who's created a lot of content who lives in Slovakia. There's no Amazon presence in Slovakia, but he buys and sells every day in the US. Very successful, right? 
you, you can walk up and down the streets of Slovakia and ask a hundred people, Hey, do you ever bought anything on Amazon? And they'll say, what's Amazon? They have no idea. Right. <laughs> but he set up a U.S. based entity and he buys and sells in the U.S. using online arbitrage to a prep center. Right. So you'll want to focus there. Australia yeah. is one of those, I don't know, 20 or so countries Amazon's there, but they're not quite there yet. If you know what I'm yeah. saying, it's like, they're still picking up steam. So yeah, you'll want to keep your most of the eggs in the uh, U.S. basket, no, oh, matter yeah. where you, no matter where you live, but absolutely yeah. focus and experiment. Uh, yeah. But with Canada and the U.K., there's enough action there. We got plenty of Canadians in our community, for example, that they came on board. I actually interviewed one of them for a podcast not too long ago, and he wanted to sell in the U.S. And we're like, yeah, you know what? You're in Canada. Stay home, man. Do the yeah. Lens model from where you're at. He's killing it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What a time to be alive, huh? Yeah. Oh, opportunity <laughs> everywhere. I mean, I've, yeah. I've, I've said it for 20 years, but it's just as true today as it ever was. We're living in the greatest time in human history to right. grow and launch businesses. There's never been anything that comes close. No, no way. So I got to ask you, Jim, what would you say? Because this is a question that I get when there's been a few folks that try to talk you off the ledge. And, you know, and I want to put the disclaimer out there like, I'm not in a in a desperate corner where I'm so terribly unfulfilled at work. Like I enjoy what I do right now. I love the team there. I just want to have options, right? I want to build something for my family. And uh, so a lot of people, the main question they say is, well, yeah, but what about insurance? You know? Hmm. And so I know you've been doing this for 20 years, you know? So what, what would you say to either people that are brand new that are thinking like, is yeah. this, you know, I'll answer a bigger question than that that includes answering that question. Because a lot of times, you know, that question comes to me in the form of, you know, I, I, I've got a corporate career. I've got benefits and perks and 401k. And like, how do you possibly ever start to compete? And step one is you reduce all those things down to a number. You do your research and you reduce them down to a number. So your salary is X, your benefits are Y, X plus Y equals that's the total benefit yep. of that job. So now you're saying, okay, can I do something that competes with Y on my own and potentially far surpass it? Absolutely, you can. I don't care what those perks, benefits, insurance are. Now, very practically, we use as a family, a company called MetaShare. The major ah. negative of one of these, it's kind of a, it's not insurance, it's group participation coverage. We've had it for a long time. They fully covered every penny of my son's shoulder surgery, he plays soccer and it was like $37,000 surgery, $35,000, $37,000. They covered it all, every penny. Uh, wow. Right? It's medical bill sharing. Yeah. And your rates are based on... So there's no insurance company making a ton of money off you guys. It's just a it's a shared pool of funds managed by a company that does that for as a service. So it's not a for-profit operation. Yeah. So you're sharing the actual cost of... And there's discounts and things. But they're not real strong on pre-existing conditions. And like this group, if you smoke at all, ever, they yeah. can't take you. If you drink at all, ever, they don't take you. Like they've yeah. eliminated all of the even slightly risky categories. Yeah. So you're dealing with healthy people with no pre-existing conditions, we're going to cover. And if you do have a pre-existing condition, they're not going to help you with it. But if you're in that segment, hey, that's a great option, right? That's one of dozens of options. But the way the world has changed from everybody working for an employer to now, most people have a gig of some kind to yeah. a lot of us, like a gig is our main thing. The insurance <laughs> adopt options have really adapted over time. If you talk to, I, you know, who I'd send you to, strangely enough, I'd send you to an accountant who's been doing accounting for more than say 20, 30 years. 
uh-huh. or small businesses. And you say, I'm a small business looking for insurance options. You got anybody? It's like, yep, here you go. Top three people in the area. They're going to know off the top of their head. <laughs> Same thing if you're trying to sell a house. Start with an accountant who's been around a while. Same thing. Like, these guys know everybody. They've seen the businesses rise and fall, the guys who've been around a while. It's always better to work with someone who's been around a while versus someone who just started anything, right? Yeah. So the accountants have been around a while, know all the businesses. They go to all the meetings. They know, you know, yeah, this is Jerry. He's been doing this for 30 years. Give him a call. He'll hook you up in 10 minutes. Like a good accountant is priceless. Yeah. So that's what I would do is I'd send you to ask that question to a good small business accountant in your area and find out who locally you can sit down with. Like, okay, here's my family. Here's our health situation. What options do we have? And like for my family, it was very important to us personally that we didn't want to be with anybody who helps fund abortions. Like we we refuse to give our money. So that narrows down some of your options, right? Like here's the options that are left on the table for you as a family. And for us, MediShare made a lot of sense. And that's great. For 15 plus years, I think. Yeah. I have a, a call uh, Monday night with, um, I think it's Matthew from Seven Figure Funding or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And and they're tied into like the accounting, yeah. uh, the, the coaching, the, that yeah. whole setup, that whole yeah. kind of umbrella. Absolutely. Yes. And it, it, the fantastic friend of the community. Absolutely. But I'm talking more for local. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I sure. like making sure. those local, like my insurance, if I'm going to sell a house, yeah. a bank, I want to work with a local bank where I know the people, the advantages that come in to place when you've got like a name and a face and a person. Yeah. They can plug you in with other people local. Like, you know, keep as much of that as local as you possibly can. Sure. You know, when you're getting funding for Amazon business, there's no one locally that specializes in that, right? (laughs) You want to go to the bank and get a loan for your Amazon business. That's going to be the worst terms and loan you'll ever get. (laughs) You want to talk to people who understand this model. It's like, oh, you're in Jim's group. Oh, you took the proven Amazon course. Oh, you're in coaching. You're doing the replens model? Okay, yeah, let's talk, right? Like your bank's not going to know any of that stuff. (laughs) Oh, and it's funny because I'll I'll share something on like an Instagram story or a, a, you know, I'll take a, uh, just some type of video. And they're like, what is this thing you do in the garage? Like just sell it on Amazon. They're like, what do you mean you sell on Amazon? I was like, 65% of the platform is is third-party sellers. Right. And um, so many people are just oblivious to it still. And um, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's just, it's so good. And I guess, you know, I, it just, it still solidifies that whole belief for me that I'm just so grateful and blessed for this opportunity to to be a part of it, to be 10 months into it, almost a year in, and to be able to start to make these connections and share and, and hopefully inspire, motivate others to not give up. Because honestly, I'd like to be able to, to play this episode in 20 years for my wife and my daughters and uh, and any other children we might have at the time. And just, and they'll know that like I had the very best of intentions, like they were selfless intentions. They were all about mm-hmm. them and mm-hmm. community and serving others. And that they'll, you know, they'll know that I was, I was just trying to to make a bigger impact and and show them that there's more out there. You know, it's just, it's really, I mean, I get emotional talking about it because I'm just, I'm so grateful for this community and this opportunity, Jim. I really am, and I'm, and I'm a firm believer in like, you know, trust in the process and continuing to be the best version of myself. And that if one door shuts, another one's going to open. You know, as long as you walk by faith, you know, and and if I would have had a different mindset, I, I feel like it wouldn't have led me to Australia. And I feel like every little path or every little hiccup led me to like right here where I'm supposed to be ultimately. And I feel like it's just going to continue in that in that trajectory, you know, and um, it's just a, a good place to be. I, I feel so blessed. Yeah, man. Um, well, you are. 
you know, I, I know you're a serious guy who's committed to his health, and there's an advantage there that comes to you know forcing that discipline, making your mind, getting your mind so disciplined that you can make your body do things that it really doesn't really want to do. I mean, some days <laughs> you get up and it's just some days you get up, you can't wait to get to the gym. Other days, like you know, for me, it's if it's running or playing ball or whatever. Like that, there's other days, I'm like, I, you know, I I don't want to, I just don't want to. But you make yourself that yep. same discipline of like doing the little things, checking those little boxes, the routine, the discipline required to have yep. that. You, know, that's a great business skill. It really does give oh, you a yeah. big advantage because another thing no one tells you about business is nobody cares how you feel today. Nobody, <laughs> no. probably not yeah, even your spouse. Your goals like, don't nobody, care about your excuses. That's yeah, <laughs> nobody cares, man. Have you, know? have you read the book, uh, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield? I've seen the premise of it, heard a discussion of it, haven't actually read it. I know the premise. Yeah, it's, it's actually really wonderful. And it's about like the professional gets up and does the things even when he doesn't feel like it. And, yeah. you know. My mentor, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, he, he reduces it down to the, the one greatest piece of advice. And he's not big on narrowing everything down to one piece of advice, but I've heard him say it a couple of times. If I had to give you one piece of advice to give you the best chance of having a very successful life, it would be simply this. Do what must be done when it needs to be done. Your feelings don't matter. Your motivation, your attitude, your charisma, do what needs to be done when it needs to be done. And you're going to be so far ahead of the rest of the pack because you're not suffering from all the pain that comes from delaying the things that only get worse <laughs> if you wait. Yep. <laughs> you, don't have the discipline guess, to, you don't have the discipline to stay healthy? Well, you're going to pay a price. Yeah. It's going to be in the I mean, hospital instead of paying actually, for the gym membership, right? <laughs> yeah. I turn 45 next Friday on the 28th. So, and I've I've got a... My brother, my older brother is 50 years old and he just won a pro bodybuilding competition uh, in, in, in Reno last weekend. And he's got another one coming up. Yeah, he's, he's trying to get to the Mr. Olympia stage still. So, wow. I mean, and I, unfortunately, I work with a lot of folks in the construction industry who are just, they're beaten up and they're, they're just haven't made the best decisions and, and mm-hmm. I'll run past them up the stairs, you know, and they say, oh, that'll that'll change when you're 40. And I was like, I'm I'm almost 45. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the, we're gonna we're gonna make some maybe turn some people off, put some people off with what I'm about to say because I I've got the, I do the same kind of thing, man. Like I I run several times a week, work out and play ball with guys half my age, and I'm getting up and down the court. Like, how old are you, dude? I'm the old guy by far, man. But <laughs> this is a great gift God gave us. So I think you know, part of honoring God with that gift is showing gratitude and taking care of this. You know, oh, it, yeah. it, I don't, it doesn't belong to me, man. I'm a steward of this. Yeah. I got to return it someday. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> and I, there's a, Ed Milet is another uh, person that I, I yeah. love. Uh, and, you know, he talks about how just that is stepping into the greatest version of yourself. And he says like his biggest nightmares to when he, when he finally meets God and God shows him the version of himself, he crafted him to be. That he could have been. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> that he didn't live up to that expectations. And then he right. says, which really resonated with me, but then also when he says, you know, like uh, one of the biggest forms of child abuse in his opinion is that we don't chase our potential to be the person that we want to be more for, you know, we let the, we let guilt of not, not being with them all the time, stop us from pursuing the things we know that are in our heart. And that's kind of why I'm sacrificing so much at night, trying to juggle it all because, you know, I I know it's all going to work out. Well, one of the things you'll be able to do there, you know, life has its seasons again. And when your kids are small, there's little they can do to contribute, but they're very close to being able to contribute in some ways where, you know, this is what we do. We, we serve others, you know, as a family. And it's a theme consistently on this podcast, but people often say it's very meaningful. 
I don't see it as balance so much as I see it as integrating and blending. Sure. Meaning, yeah. how how can I get my child involved in what I'm doing right now? How can I, you know, even if it's just putting a sticker or happy face sticker on each box or drawing yeah. a little picture for each box, right? Like at the point where they can start to contribute. Yeah. And now it's not a balance. It's a, I don't know when I'm working, when I'm playing, when I'm serving, when I'm worshiping. When you're I'm, still, yeah, you're still just all one big. Yeah. Right. We we do it together. We go there together. We we serve together. We play together. And and you don't have to worry about balance then, right? That's yeah. the beauty of this business. And it, it's a business in your pocket. Absolutely. And you know, if if people just understand too, like I said, for the for the folks that might just be getting into it, I look at like every product we add, which now is quite a bit, like you just look at it as a a little increase of your top line revenue. You know, you're giving yourself a little bit of a raise every time, you know. And as you yeah. grow, things are gonna fall off and you don't I've heard you say don't get emotionally attached to the right. to the ASIN, you know, if it if it gets driven down to the bottom. But you know, just stay the course. That's the I guess the main takeaway that I want to sh- to just leave with people is just yeah. please don't give up on yourself. This works, but it is work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, well said, man. Yeah. Very well said. Well, it's been a great time hanging out with you today, man. I really appreciate oh. getting to know you and uh and God bless you, buddy. Dad to dad, man. It's not an easy gig, <laughs> but you're, you're, oh, I, you're doing I, it. I was going to I left it down in the garage too. They uh when I got back from the proven conference in Louisville, yeah. I pulled up and my wife and my daughter, you know, they taped this big thing up on styrofoam and it said, Welcome home, dad. Awesome. And uh man, I was bawling when I read it. But then it also has two meanings for me. It means like w- welcome home from the conference, but then there's gonna be a day when I don't have to leave them to go to work, you know. So I'm gonna keep that and it, it's gonna go in the office somewhere. So like that's got a really special meaning to me. Cause I know well, you've heard me say many times. You know, yeah. That that's at the heart. That's at the core. You know, you get down to my core why I yeah, my family, yes, my kids, my wife, but my business mission, bringing dads home. Right. And I always have to explain, oh, well, what about moms? What about grandmas? What about single? You know, okay, I get it. I, I'm a dad. So <laughs> I know what it felt like to get to come home in that welcome home moment, right? I was like, yeah. I'm home <laughs> now. My door is right there. And my kid could, or wife could walk in any moment. And like, I'm doing this with you now. I know what that feels like. I know how rewarding that is. I want that for other dads. I don't yeah. know what it feels like to be a grandparent. Who's right. I don't know what it feels like to be a single mom, right? Our content works for all those people. Yeah. But I know what it feels like to be a dad. So I want to help other dads get this. And if I help a yeah. bunch of other people along the way, beautiful. But yeah, that that always, those are my, like, if I have like a, tro- had a trophy shelf in here, it'd be, you know, trophies with the names of the dads who are home now. <laughs> if I just, I know what it feels like. There's nothing else that recreates that emotion that I had when I knew. Yeah. Not only am I home now, but the world was telling me that I had to choose to either be a great provider or a great dad and husband. You can't have both. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I am going to get both. And I proved them wrong. And now I can help other dads do the same thing. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. And if I could say one thing, Jim, like from just getting to know you through your book first and then through the podcast and then hearing you speak at the event, like like you you get to make a lot of people emotional just because you guys have built this massive... Thing, this massive entity, and yet you still take zero credit. <laughs> it's it's so it's so humbling to see somebody just so genuinely appreciative and just happy to be doing and serving. It's just and it's never changes. And I actually I met Nathan Bailey down in, in the Starbucks at the lobby, and we started chatting about that. And he was like, "Man, it was 18 years ago." And he's like, 
when he came to me and said what his mission was, he's like, don't, don't come at me with financial stuff. He's like, come back with me with the success stories in two years and tell me how many people we impacted and changed their lives. And then that's, that's how we're going to measure success. And yeah. Nathan's like, that's when I knew it was like, yeah, that was it. That was the Nathan, man. I, I got to tell you the, the rest of that story, as I'm telling Nathan that he's the fourth guy I'd told that to. And I fired the first three and I'm like, this guy's not even listening. He doesn't believe me like, it, because they would come back with sales reports and, and conversion rates and like, Oh, we sold this many people last week. And, and I tell, you know, I told them all like making a bunch of sales in a week, that scares me to death because now we got a commitment to those people. Yeah. Do we have the resources, the time, the, the right people in place to actually deliver what we've just sold? I'll be excited six months from now when those people are success stories. And if oh, that yeah. doesn't make sense to you, this isn't going to work out. <laughs> and the first three guys that had his position, yeah, they didn't last very long. And I didn't think Nathan was going to last very long either, to be honest with you. But man, he... He proved himself. He's the kind of guy that'll get on the phone with you at midnight and like, oh, okay, you you need to get a shipment out. Okay, well, here's where you put the label and here's like, he can't turn <laughs> it off. He's just got such a servant's heart. So yeah, 18 yeah. years coaching program. I can't believe, Rich, that it's the, it's the longest lasting e-commerce coaching program in existence, to my knowledge. That's incredible. Really? We did That's, that? <laughs> How yeah. that happened? Well, we yeah. just never turned it off. We kept creating success <laughs> stories and we never turned it off. So here we are, right? That's so wonderful. And it's so it's such an honor to be a part, even a small little tiny part of it. And, uh, you know, but it's also so inspiring. To, it inspires me to, to create and to get even more involved in the community. Like just carve out a little bit more time because yeah. there's somebody in there that needs to hear it. Yeah. And I always get so many messages of like, yeah. oh, thank you for the energy or for the positive message. I needed to hear this. I was also alone in my garage tonight. And, um, you know, so just people just don't give up because this works, you know, and, you know, yes, I'm super honored to be on here, but, you know, I still have a long way to go, but I've proved the concept because this, you know, items off the shelf at Kroger and Dollar General have put me in the green and we're making money and it's paid for all these upfront costs. And now that I'm past that hurdle, you know, because I showed some tenacity and, and broke through the frustration, you know, there's going to be adversity, but they just keep chipping along, keep that, whatever that vision is, you know, keep it close to your heart and you're, you're going to get there. And I'm, you know, I'm available. People can message me and, and I'm happy to help. It might take a little while for me to get back, but uh, like I said, I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll try to get more digging in there into the that. community. Yeah. We get, we get about uh, on iTunes alone, we get about a hundred thousand listens a month. So wow. <laughs> if you get your inbox a little fuller than you're expecting, you know, <laughs> one of the things I learned a long time ago, if you're going to teach people something significant at scale, you've got to determine, have a good system for determining who's serious. Yeah. Because you can waste a lot of time on people who aren't serious. And uh, that's too much work. And and the best way to determine who's serious is who's willing to pay a few bucks. Yeah. So that's the $29 a month. Now we know you're serious. Yeah. You put a little skin in the game. Not a lot of skin. Yeah. But enough to know you're taking it serious, right? All right. you're, You're seriously interested in what we have to say. So that's kind of the line in the sand. Like, are you serious or not? I mean... If you just if you're a high school buddy of mine that wants to pick my brain about e-commerce over lunch sometime, I'm probably not going to ever have time for that lunch meeting. Yeah, <laughs> just not. <laughs> I, I, you know, I got a podcast. Listen to it. You know, go check out yep. the content. Yeah, uh, if, if it resonates with you and you want to become a student, you know, now we can talk. That's how we know who's serious. But yeah, yeah I say that to say, you know, you're going to get a lot of email and probably <laughs> don't feel obligated to, to get back with everyone who who pings you, man. Uh, sure. God has blessed the this program, man. It's uh, it's 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 global and. Um, yeah, it's such a blessing, man. But and you you said e-commerce as a whole right now, 
it's very tip of the iceberg, right? I mean, infancy. Yeah. yeah. And the, the evidence is, is easy to, you know, the, the best statistic to point out is you've heard me say this before, Rich, but if you look at this is US government data, if you look at retail, all retail spending on a pie chart, online, offline, all of it, mm-hmm. what percentage of it is online? Have you heard that number? No. You want to take a guess at it? What percentage of retail in the US is online versus traditional brick and mortar, get in your car, go to the store? I'd say 40. 40 is online? Yeah. Cut it in half and then knock 5% off that. Only about 15? 15%. 15, 16% is online. Wow. Yeah, that's the strongest. And there's other statistics I could give you. Never mind the fact that during the COVID era, we jumped from 9, 10% to 15. We took a five year leap forward during the COVID era. <laughs> wow. And it's still in its infancy. Talk about putting things into perspective. Yeah. So the projection is the next 5, 10, 20 years, we're going to go to the kind of numbers that you're talking about, You know, probably maxing out somewhere around 35, 40%. Because people will always want to go drive, touch, see you know, certain products. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. But e-commerce is set to you know, double and then some yeah. in our lifetimes easily. And yeah, so it's, it's in its infancy. No question. Yeah, is it that's awesome. guaranteed to be on Amazon? No, but yeah. e-commerce itself, and you know, we have this this cutting edge set of skills that we're developing in this community to keep us ahead of the bell curve. Nathan says all the time, "Hey, we're five to seven years ahead of the bell curve here," and it's true. There's people coming out. You know, we it's always funny to me. We have students who who kind of drift off and do their own thing, and they start teaching and they start learning some of the hard lessons of leadership and growth. And I that's great. I support them fully in 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 that adventure. But it's hard to compete with. 18 years, 70,000 people, 8,500 coaching students and creative ideas bubbling up constantly. The biggest challenge we have here is swatting down the bad ideas so we can (laughs) bring forward the really good ones because there's there's just such amazing talent in this community. And I said earlier, I don't take much credit and that I really can't. I, I legitimately don't feel like there's a whole lot of credit there for me to take because if you look at the 100, last 100 great ideas that have emerged from this community, I had probably none of them. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just the guy that benefits from having been around a while, swatted down the bad ideas consistently, surrounded myself with people smarter than me. And, and this is what's resulted. I would bet that if you ran a small little poll in the Facebook group, if Jim should take a tiny bit more credit than he does, you'd probably be overwhelmed with the results. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm okay to err on that side. It's much worse to be on the wrong side of that equation, buddy. Nobody no. likes that guy, right? Yeah, I appreciate that though, man. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. It's it's a great thing. So, and I hope just that more people, you know, get involved and stick with it and and realize that they're doing more than just throwing some product in a box. They're they're changing theirs and, and other folks' lives, you know. And immeasurable. Yeah, absolutely. Man, it it's absolutely. been it's been very uplifting. It's a great way for us. You know, you and I were recording this on a Friday. Great way to wrap up the week. I'm not sure when the listeners are hearing this, but man, it's been a great way to wrap up the week for me, buddy. Oh, man. And, uh, and God bless you, dude. Yeah, God, God bless you as well. Work. Keep it up, man. <laughs> Absolutely, well, Will. I'm going to talk to the listeners for just a minute as we wrap this one up. Uh, yep. Hopefully, everyone who came along for the ride today, you, Business Building Warrior, hanging out with Rich and I, and I hope you benefited and enjoyed this as much as I did. Even if you didn't, I think it was a great episode. I, <laughs> I, was, I was pumped up by this guy, man. Uh, and I think he's going places. I think you're gonna, going to agree. If you want to hang out with about 70,000 other people who are using the internet creatively every day to launch and grow the businesses of their dreams, changing the financial future for their families, jump over to silentgym.com. There's a link to our Facebook group there. Completely free, global community. 
We'd love to welcome you in. We have about a couple hundred people a week that jump in to that free community and, and many of them go on to build incredible businesses. We'd love to invite you in. And if I could ask you to do one little favor for me, if you're listening to this show, maybe you've listened to a few episodes and you're enjoying it, could you please spread the word? Send an email right now to a friend and say, hey, go to silentgym.com. Check out podcast episode number, whatever the number is today or whatever one stood out to you. We'd sure appreciate that because we don't spend any money on marketing this show. We rely on the listeners to tell their friends. And that's how we've got that number to share with Rich a while ago, 100,000 listeners a month on iTunes. That's amazing around here. Blows our mind. One of the top e-commerce shows globally, top 100. It's beautiful. You guys have done that. Thank you. Uh, so on behalf of the whole team, on behalf of, again, my tr- incredible guest today, Rich, thank you. Sir. <laughs> thank you. It's buddy. been an honor, Jim. Yeah, yeah same look, here, look, man. And, and everyone else that helps put one. this thing together, buddy. It's not me. It's a big team. And, and I'm so grateful to be part of it. But business building warriors, man. How about you close us out, Rich? What do you got to say? Give us one last little thing, buddy. I know you, you, just, you're a guy that can close us out. Keep cracking at it. Just, just, just stay the course. Welcome the frustrations. Look them in the face. Smile. Put your head down, just put your blinders on and just focus on the big picture. There's going to be probably more frustrations than there are uh, breakthroughs in the beginning. But if you keep chipping, keep swinging the hammer, you're going to hit it. You're going to hit pay dirt. Then you're going to have that realization like this is working. Like there's that step that I thought was impossible. You know, you guys got this. I'm here to tell you that it's a struggle, but it's a welcome struggle. And if you get through the adversity, you're just and you get to where you want to be you're going to appreciate those moments that they didn't come easy. You're going to appreciate them so much more mm. that that was you back there that that just put your head down and plowed through that stuff because you didn't quit. And you just hang your head high, guys, and just just keep at it. That's all I can say. Beautiful. You're, going appreciate, you're going to appreciate it so much more. Your, your kids are going to appreciate you so much more. The people that you've helped, the people that you served are going to be so glad that you didn't give up when you were frustrated and you were really thinking about it. So just... Don't quit. Don't quit on yourself. We're going to get you on stage, buddy, man. Keep, keep rocking it, dude. I can't, <laughs> I appreciate I can't it, wrap Jim. up the show any better than that, man. <laughs> appreciate you, Rich. Yeah, I appreciate you, Jim. God bless, man. God bless, buddy. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.